0: So I had to gather my thoughts for this podcast and, um, you know, we were doing this and, um, I was sitting there like, Hmm, I really want to talk about the Batman. So I just went see the Batman, I think about a week, almost a week or so ago, I went seeing the Batman movie and I'm finally gathering my thoughts for this movie and it's going to be a non-spoiler review. I'm not going to spoil the movie. If you guys haven't seen it, I urge you guys to go see it. As a comic book fan, it's absolutely incredible. So, I went to see it with a group of friends. And I got to say, when the DCEU is not established with the main timeline that's going on with the DC movies, these movies are so good. The Batman was three hours long, right? It did not feel three hours because it wasn't micromanaged. It wasn't, you know, it didn't, it didn't you have like creative forces getting involved in it. It seemed like they had the freedom to do what they wanted to do, and they used that freedom here today to give us one of the best Batman movies I've ever seen. Honestly, I think this is the best Batman movie since Dark Knight Trilogy. So seriously, I and I know a lot of people did not like the Dark Knight stuff. I did. There's a part of fandom that did not like it, but I love the, um, the 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 Dark Knight movies. You know, I thought they were fantastic. You know, but I feel like this was one of those movies that you know. Is gonna build something for the future for the DC for for Batman and stuff like that. And continue things going into the future. I feel like this is they're not done. It's like, it's like a foundation. You know what I'm saying? And I was gonna go see it again. And I probably I probably will see it again because it was absolutely incredible. You would think that somebody like Robert Pattinson wouldn't work as the Batman Batman or you know, specifically Bruce Wayne, but he actually did a decent job now his Bruce Wayne was weird I'm not gonna lie he feels more depressed than usual I did not like that a little bit more uh like he felt like he felt a flat to me but you know he still stood out to me and I thought that it was absolutely incredible you know um even though I it took me a while to uh get used to him so the Batman, a character with over 80 years of history, has had several films advertising over the last 30 years. Various actors as Michael Keaton, one of the most famous ones, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Kristen Bale, one of my favorites, and Ben Affleck has taken the mantle of the k Crusader. but now director Matt Reeves, and actor Robert Preston have stepped into those roles for the eighth Batman film, happily titled The Batman. Fun fun fact that he is that this is the eighth Batman film over the last thirty years. That's that is that's saying something, you know. That Batman has had more films in the last, you know, Batman and Spider Man has, um, you know, has had a lot of films since the two thousands and stuff. Um, but Sp- Spider Man films didn't start to like the, the early two thousands, but Batman films went into the eighties and nineties. So we we've been having a lot of Batman films in the last a long time. I would say last thirty years, but there's only been eight of them which promises to be an action-packed noir thriller with a murder mystery at the the end and a three-hour runtime. Does the Batman live to the standards that Kristen Nolan the Batman set for the character? That's what I'm about to answer right now. Because again, my favorite Batman movies were the Dark Knight movies. I love the Dark Knight movies. I thought they were fantastic. So who's, does it live up to that? We're about to find out right now. The Batman takes place during Bruce Wayne's second year as Batman at a point in his journey where he is he only he's only just finding his fight. He goes up against his biggest challenge yet with a serial killer known as the Rillier, who played by Paul Dino, love that guy by the way, begins targeting Gotham City's elites, all while exposing the secrets of this of the city elite. Not only does this relate to the Gotham's criminal underwear, but a mysterious woman also named Selena Kyle, played by Zoe Kravitz. That woman is fine. Mm-hmm. She was fantastic as Catwoman. Oh my god, oh my god, that is she. She was awesome, as well as Bruce Wayne's parents. The detective aspects of this had me uh, giddy that we finally have a Batman who truly lives to the world's most outstanding detective title. Now, don't get me wrong, I love the Batman's Nolan's Batman trilogy as much as the next guy, but those films barely touch the detective aspect of the character. But now this film's a breath of fresh air for the franchise, they, they, they do that, I gotta admit, don't, don't get me wrong, I love the Christian, Christopher Nolan films, just said that, by the way, they did a little bit time, but they didn't touch the, you know, the detective aspect that I thought they were going to touch, they didn't do that, so that's where, that's where they fell flat, in my opinion, they just one did that, Furthermore, it makes that this film more favorable to the character than any other Batman film. To top of it off, the mystery of this film as to why real is going around killing these people is absorbing and its payoffs are significant. I love how Gotham City in this film truly feels like a character. It's not just there, it's a character. The city feels real. The it's over with a lot of world building and lore the any other version of it on film. And it truly is a lot of going to grow and develop as this take on the franchise continues. Another, another aspect of this film relating to Gotham itself is his ethics. The actress truly has an identity of its own, it as a more gothic look that is that was lacking in the Nolan and Snyder takes on Gotham. City Gotham also looks to be a complete crime-ready mess this time around. He'll separate it separate, help separate Gotham from a typical real-life American town like Chicago, Los Angeles, New York, or Detroit. Which is very incredible because that is what Gotham technically is in the batman comics and in the batman tv shows that we've seen over the past it, it, it's gothic it, it's 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 you know it, it has that dark look that's that's what we all grew up on with, with Gotham speaking of it that also have assess the Timothy Charlie by Craig recreation this film is gorgeous i love so many shots in this film including the upside down shot the batman approaching the car shown in the trailer that was one of the best scenes in the, in the entire movie it quickly has become the best simulator of any superhero film. It's that stunning and worth going to the theater, seeing it on the big screen. That's it. If you can go see this movie on the big screen, I absolutely recommend it. I absolutely recommend it. It it, it, it It's a blast watching it on the big screen, in my opinion. Then we got Michael Glanko's score. Now, Glanko has some big shoots to fill, as we had some great Batman composers in the past, like Danny Elfman. Oh, my God. just 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 beautiful right there with him for the burden films and hayne zimmer for the nolan films don't forget about him well glenco easily up to the standard as we expect for a batman score glenco really can't be hit or miss for me at times his scores for films like the incredible is fantastic and it took until spider-man no way home for me to truly appreciate his spider-man score that wasn't such a theme for the character nevertheless genko's main batman is outstanding Honestly, the more you listen to it, I think it might be more, even more than Elfman and Zimmer scores as one of the best man, best Batman scores ever. So, so you want to listen to it? WB has uploaded has uploaded that to the YouTube channel. His entire Batman score is just so 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 good. I recommend you go listen to it. It's it's, it's absolutely fantastic, guys. I love, I love that score. You know, in the Spider Man No Way Home thing, again, Spider Man No Way Home is one of the best Spider Man movies I've ever made. Also, one of my favorite one of my favorite movies of twenty twenty one period was Spider-Man No Way Home. It had a fantastic score too. One of the best Holland movie scores in his Spider Man career. Does not does it like the Spider Man Spider Man Spider Man Twos or the, the Spider Man Three scores? I don't know. I don't know if it does like that, but I feel like it's up there as one of the best Spider-Man movie scores ever made. Because come to tell you, McGuire has some great music in his in his in his in his movies. He did like seriously. His mo- his movies had some fantastic movies. If you haven't seen Spider-Man No Way Home, I urge you to go watch Spider-Man No Way Home. You are missing out. It's one of the best Spider-Man movies ever made. Go watch it. As for the cast, first. First off, there is, of course, Robert Pattinson as Batman. He stole the show in Tenet and was actually in a lighthouse in his past performances. So, for me, it was a lot of expectations going in for his performance. I have to say that um, Pattinson killed it as Batman, even though I had some issues with his voice as Batman. A couple scenes where it sounded like Bale's voice. However, Pattinson truly feels like Batman in ways that no actor has ever felt before. For example, the film opens and closes with him going into an internal monologue. These monologues are incredible and paired with the context in the movie, some of the best scenes in the film. In ways that can be somewhat diverse, Bruce Wayne lacks the playboy a bit more businessman side of the character, which I personally do not like. I really like the billionaire playboy aspect of Bruce Wayne more than the, like this darker brain. But maybe that's just me, And and the, the takes I've seen on on the on some of the best Batman's I've ever seen, so maybe maybe as the second or third film comes out, I'll warm up to this new style of uh, Bruce Wayne. Throughout the movie, he's pretty much Batman with or without wearing the bat suit. If you believe that Bruce Wayne's the mask and Bruce and and Batman is Bruce's true self, then you will love this take on the character. I actually disagree with that. I think that Bruce Wayne and Batman are two completely different people. That's why I. Personally, did not like this take as much, but it can grow on me though. That that that, 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 that doesn't take away from Robert Patterson's performance. He was absolutely great. The note this film ends with what makes me excited to see where the version this character is going. As for the rest of the cast, Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. Gary Ahmed's performance as Christopher Gordon is still my favorite take on the character, but Wright is still outstanding in this role. You get a sense that Wright is the last good cop with Gotham's police department. And if it went for Batman, he would either quit or become corrupt. Wright and Patrick's dynamic might even be the best we've ever seen on Gordon and Batman on screen together. Though then we have Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, which fun fact is technically her reprising role since she voiced the character in the Lego Batman movie, by the way. Kravis killed it in this part. While both Michelle Pfeiffer and Anne Hathaway did an excellent job at seeing the Kyle, uh, Kravis is now straight up my favorite take on the character in live action. One of the most important aspects to me was with Selena was the sexual and romanticism that she was she was she has and was at with Batman. It's, it, it is very much present in this film. And it was great whenever the two of them were on screen together. Then we have andy sex as alfred he did he did a fantastic job bro who is surprisingly not in the film as much which i don't i don't mind that being that i don't i don't mind it at all um and then you know i think sakari sakress is is a fantastic actor and in this film uh he does somewhat feel underused except for one scene he had passed sort of like the a doctor family dynamic you expect from bruce wayne and alphapenoworth um what is batman's real, real review not complete without talking about the villains of the said batman movie first we have paul dino as the realer this second really is very different and based off the zodiac killer and how he leaves cryptic clues after brutal murder to uh, to even his costume very much resembles the zodiac killer's outfit that he wore in during some of his killings dino's performance at this take on the really was fantastic might even be my favorite performance for a batman villain that wasn't the joker on film then we have colin Ferreira as the penguin in my opinion the makeup department for this film deserves an oscar or for just in for just the incredible uh for real how, just how incredible for real looks in this film honestly he looks precisely like richard kind then he did, uh, Colin Ferreira. While he, we had Dane Buddha as Penguin and Batman Returns in the past, it was something that, something very different compared to the gangster that Oswald Kyle Pott usually is. Here we have more original form of the character. Um, someone who has a lot of connections to the, uh, to the criminal underworld of Gotham. That Penguin really is, on my own being, to enhance connections. Um, I am definitely looking forward to the planned HBO series, uh, with his take on the character finally we have john tarot as carmine Falcone. he's typically the mom boss who runs the most paramount crime film gotham whose downfall usually marks the rise of supervillains, which is pretty much the same here because that's exactly what exactly what's going to going going to happen if you you guys have seen the film or not i would absolutely recommend you guys go see it so you guys see it for yourself i like to, uh, to, to, to to Terrell's performance as Falcone, there was an incredibly commanding presence that the character brought onto the screen whenever he was owning a lot of fascinating lore and backstory on Gotham um, surround him, which I found very interesting when we learned about those things. As for the action, the, the Batman movie was great. Like, the fight choreography is far more better than the Nolan films, in my opinion. And unlike Zack Snyder's Batman, Reeves goes out of his way to make sure his take on Batman does not kill which is very, very important to me. Although I love uh, Snyder's take on Batman without DC's involvement, Batman killing does not work for me. He almost never kills in any other adaptation. I think that should mostly stay the same for me as a Batman. This makes the action uh, scenes in this film much, much more satisfying to see as a Batman fan. I agree. I completely agree. You know, it really makes the action makes more sense for me. Because it... it And it's more satisfying to see the action when he's not killing anybody. Don't get me wrong. I love the Justice League. I love, you know, Batman and Superman was not that bad in my opinion. But Batman killing was just, that was a no-no for me. You know, this film does not feel three hours. It does not feel three hours. It feels like a perfect blend of, you know, great action, great storytelling, and you know, you know, and very, very incredible presence. Guess what it is. It has a great presence to it. It has great action and it has fantastic storytelling revolving it. And, and, and I, and I got to give the filmmakers credit for doing that and continuing that uh, in this film. So what would I give the Batman out of 10? I give it a solid nine out of 10. One of the best Batman movies ever made. It's up there with the Nolan films. And I'm looking forward to see what they do in the near future. It's a non-spoiler review, so I will not tell you what happened to Gotham and what happened to everything else. If you guys want to go want to know all those uh details, please, 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 I recommend you go watch this film for yourself. Go sit down and watch it. I think you're going to absolutely. Love it, in my honest opinion. So, go. Hope you guys enjoyed this review, and I hope you guys go see the Batman. Let me know what you think of the Batman. You can, you can text me. You can um, uh, uh, text me because if you have my number, you know, everybody has my number. Of course, you know, if you're like, you know, close to me, you know, text me about it. You can call about it. Uh, if you really, really close to me, or you can comment on my Twitter. You know, give leave your comments in the comments down below about what you thought of the Batman. Give you your rating of it and all that stuff like that. Do all that fun little things with it. I think that you will absolutely love. You know, um, and this debate has come about. And I'm gonna break this down out because I need to see the Batman one more time. I haven't seen it uh since I went in with theaters to go see it with my friends, and I think I, I can get I can actually give you guys the actual. Date of when I went and go see the Batman, if uh, if, my, if if my thing uh remembers, um, I haven't seen it since I went go see it with my friends, and that was like, I think almost two weeks ago. I think I think it was two weeks ago I went and go see it. Um, um, and you know i wa- I want to definitely go see it. So i went to go see it on March twenty fourth, two thousand twenty two. Um, that's when I went go see the movie, so, um, absolutely, absolutely, I need to go watch it again, and then, I'm gonna give you guys my opinion, okay, look, I'm gonna tell you, is the Batman better than, um, Spider-Man No Way Home? I, right now, I can't say that, because for me, Spider-Man No Way Home is the better film, because, you know, I love them both equally, I freaking love Spider-Man, I love the Batman, Batman as well, but... Ugh, just talking about Spider Man No Way I connecting twenty years of um, Spider Man together, and then you got the Batman. That you know, it, it's a soft reboot of the of the franchise for Batman, new Batman, new take on it, but it was still excellent in its own right. So I just don't know. Let me watch Spider Man. Let me let me watch both movies again. And then I will have a podcast breaking down both movies and which one was the better film to me. I can feel like I can digest Spider-Man No Way Home and never get tired of Spider-Man No Way Home more than I can sit down and say I can watch the Batman again. But again, then again, I haven't seen the Batman since I went to go see it on March 24th. So I need to go see it again before I can give you guys a full definitive answer on that point. Alright, gentlemen, thank you guys so much for joining this podcast. I appreciate all of your support. And we will see you in the next Strange Talks podcast. And let me know your thoughts on the Batman. Let me know on social media down below.